another month has passed us by and another month of earning passive income has happened. Welcome back to the channel everyone. In today's video, I will share with you exactly how much money I made from my arsenal of dividend paying stocks, as well as go over the super simple options trading I've been doing to make even more additional income. Although the amount of passive income I'm earning is still not anywhere close to paying for all my bills, I'm getting closer and closer to financial freedom because in the three and a half years I've been doing this, my dividend income has just continued to grow exponentially. So don't miss out on this opportunity to learn exactly how I did that. I make these videos every single month to showcase my journey and you don't want to miss it. So be sure you're subscribed and touch that like button to support this channel. Before we get into the actual dividends, I want to share two stocks that I recently sold out of. I rarely sell stocks. Instead, I follow the strategy. I may or may not have mentioned it on this channel before. It's basically where I buy, stash, and collect cash as a result of long-term investing. Now the first stock I sold out of is Verizon. Verizon is a great dividend stock. It pays nearly a 4.5% yield. It's one of the largest companies in the world, and it's part of the very reliable telecommunications sector, which almost everyone on this planet needs. But even with their 5G plans, I cannot see Verizon having rampant growth in the future. Its share price has remained practically unchanged since 1999. That was 22 years ago. Verizon's dividend growth rate over the past five years is an abysmal 2%. At this point, people just hold on to Verizon for its high dividend. And that's totally okay, but for me, I already have enough stocks that I know will pay me high dividends. I'd rather own more stocks that pay less in dividends right now, but have a higher growth rate over time, as I have plenty of years to wait to live off my dividend income. The same concept applies for the other position I sold out of, which was Intel. Intel, similar to Verizon, has never recovered in share price since the dot-com bubble two decades ago. It only has a 2.5% yield, and in the past five years, their dividend just has a 6% growth rate. I'm gonna need more firepower for a stock that trades sideways year after year. Plus, analyst ratings for Intel do not look very good, with many strong sell recommendations. Many believe Intel is losing market share to its competitors, and its delay of products is not helping their cause. Intel and Verizon have both been in my portfolio for years, but as time has progressed, they no longer meet my investing goals or criteria. And just because I sold them, that doesn't mean that they aren't great companies, that doesn't mean that they don't have a place in your portfolio, they just don't have a place in my portfolio anymore. I sold out of these positions to lock in profits and buy more into the index funds I really like, such as SPY and QQQ. Both of these I feel would provide greater returns in the long run than Verizon and Intel, as I inch closer to 100 shares, and then I'll be able to do options trading on those ETFs. Speaking of options trading, last month was a great rebound for me. I made $377 selling premium, doing covered calls, and cash-secured puts. The stocks I was doing it on was Neo, Palantir, and a lot of SoFi. Now these are stocks that did very well in June, but man oh man, they have just been having a really tough start to July, so I can already tell you that I likely won't be making over $300 again in July. We're at $1,615 for the year, which is just incredible because at this time last year, I was at $0 because I only learned how to do options trading last fall. So while options can be risky, if done correctly, if you take the time to educate yourself, 
This can be a great form of income. If I keep this up, I could be on pace to make over $3,000 in options trading to complement my dividend income. Before we get into all my dividends, let's look at the companies that gave us a pay raise since we last talked. United Health Group raised their dividend by 16%. That is phenomenal. That is exactly the type of growth I want to see in my companies. Imagine getting a 16% raise at work. Then we have the old reliable, realty income, not reality. They raised their dividend a fraction of a percent. This is their 111th dividend increase since being a public company in 1994. The big banks passed the Federal Reserve stress test that allowed for JP Morgan to give us an 11% pay raise. Some of my earlier shares of JP Morgan are now yielding over 4% on cost. And then we have Bank of America giving us a 17% dividend hike. When I heard news of the big banks plans to raise their dividend, I immediately went out and bought more of these two great companies. All right, now for the reason you actually clicked on this video to see all the companies that paid me in June of 2021. What a symbolic way to start off with Intel the last time they will be paying me. They paid me a whole $4.52. Then moving on, we have Visa, another great company. They paid me $3.84. So Visa has a really small dividend yield, but its growth more than makes up for that. Ignore this dividend from QILD as this was really part of May's dividend. We do have a QILD dividend coming up, so be on the lookout for that. But our next dividend payment was from Honeywell and they paid us $7.44. I don't know if I can top last month's fun cereal trivia. I may have set the bar really high, but I'll try to do it here with Honeywell. Now Honeywell sells speakers and these are probably a little bit different than the ones the Beatles actually used while touring. Today's trivia is that the Beatles actually, when playing live, they could not hear each other because girls would be screaming so loud in the audience. They actually had to watch each other's motions and movements to see if they were actually in sync. And that is actually one of the many reasons why they stopped touring live. Moving on, we have Pfizer at $5.07. Been hearing a lot of mixed signals on whether or not you need a booster shot. I'm sure Pfizer will profit if you do. Then we have Southern Company paying us $7.26. And then we have Johnson & Johnson, another company that could benefit if we need booster shots. And they pay us $8.48 this particular quarter. Moving on, we have ExxonMobil. They paid us $6.09. Followed up by Microsoft, they paid us a whole $6.72. They've been on a rampant tear in share price. Sadly, this month I don't have any Billy Gates memes, but we could all just make fun of him in our free time. Then we have Otter Tails at $0.39. Cents. And then 3M, very similar to Honeywell in some ways, they pay us $11.93. This is another company that could have benefited the Beatles with their noise amplifying devices as they've been around for a very long time. The dividend actually went into buying more of 3M and then our next dividend was actually from McDonald's. They paid us $10.32. It's always great to see your company set that double digit amount in dividends. And then we had O Realty Income, not Reality. They paid us $4.53, which then went back into buying more shares of O. And then I had Duke Energy pay me $13.51. Then we have the data center REIT giant Equinix paying me $8.61. Another favorite of mine, Applied Materials, just bought more of this on Friday. They paid me $5.04. Prudential Financial paid me $12.65, another stock that has a really high yield. Moving on, we have Waste Management at $4.60. The next stock to pay me was Royal Dutch Shell, actually a foreign company. 
they paid me $4.86. Since cutting their dividend last year because of C19, they've already raised their dividend twice since that has happened. Next is Bank of America. As previously alluded to, they have recently raised their dividend, but this time by, it's for $6.12. Our next dividend payer is the Income ETF Nusi. So I'm almost close to getting to 100 shares of Nusi, currently at 90 shares, but this time by, they paid me $13.15 for this monthly paying income ETF. And then we have another monthly payer in QILD. This time they paid me $19.39. So really nice to see these big dividend payments from these two income ETFs. Then we have UNH at $8.70, almost at that $10 mark. And then we have SPHD. Wow, this is an ETF that is heading in the wrong direction, that's for sure. And their dividend payments just get smaller and smaller. This time it was only 0.72 cents. Then we have the dividend aristocrat Pepsi pay me $8.60 in dividends. And then we also had Union Pacific pay me $6.42 in dividends. Of course, we can't forget Woca-Cola paying me $7.68. And then the final dividend for this month was actually NVIDIA paying us a whole $1.12. Altogether, I had 27 different companies slash ETFs pay me in the month of June for a grand total of $197.76 just a tad bit under $200 there. This is a 77% increase from June of 2020 when I only made $111. And then in June of 2019, I only made $34. So I'm probably still making more money going to the bathroom at work, but man, getting paid $200 without having to do any work, that sure does sound pretty cool. And I really hope this gives you some inspiration on your own dividend growth investing journey as we get closer and closer to that financial freedom number. I'm really not that smart. This is a strategy that anybody can start with and with very little money. Just be sure that you hit that like button and subscribe because I put out videos like this all the time. Now my dividend income plus my options income was nearly $600. That is by far the most I've ever made. And the good thing about dividend investing is that the cash flow is really predictable. So it's almost guaranteed I will cruise past $200 in September without having to lift a finger. Now leave me a question because I do want to do another Q&A video in the future. And as always, remember to buy, stash, and collect. It.